I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older all my fears would shrink, but now I'm insecure and I care what people think. My name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. My name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. Wish we could turn back time. you want to donate to G's <laughs> Injured Animal Sanctuary, uh, go online to uh, gzoo.com. Gzoo? Gzoo.com. Gzoo! If you feel me, just Facebook me at Gregory Todd Roberts and just tell me that you agree with me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Thank just, you. He just, or for the aliens. <laughs> or the light bulbs. The injured you, aliens. Do you got something else to do tonight? No, I'm just sitting behind you. Okay. All area, right, we're going to call it Area 52. Yeah. Area 52, G's yeah. <laughs> sanctuary of <laughs> lame animals. Lame animals and aliens. Yeah.
I, I, Greg, I got, I've got to agree with you on one thing. There's got to be other life out there. We can't be the only little tiny speck, but does it mean that they've come to us, or does it mean they've made contact, or? All I'm, all, all I'm saying, just recently, what you, yeah, what are you in saying? 2019, to the, actually 2018 was recorded, uh, something that this government cannot explain, and finally, they put it on TV, something that flew in directions and speeds that have never been approached before, that have never been seen. They, it, it was remarkable to see well, they, this thing. In how that was a TV show said. called Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there was a show on it. That wasn't a documentary. No, 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 that no, wasn't no. a documentary, this by the way. On, listen, they finally had to bring this out because it, it ended up being on ABC, NBC, CBS, um, all and it everybody been watching that about day, it, guess, but, but nobody can't prove yeah. what is this object. But there, there was a. Yeah, well, there, there's a show on too that about all the astronauts that went up and they saw something flash by and right. Yeah. Right. So what, the, what they did after that show is they took the whole show and everything and stuck it in Area 51. That's why we haven't heard any more about it. Exactly. There you go. Thank but you. But there is no Area 51, you said. Now you guys come to me. <laughs> there you That'll go. be a future topic for the debate. Yeah. All right, now on to our next segment. Oh, next segment, yeah, 45 uh, Chorus Line. And how you play this game is I tell you the name of the song and the artist that sings it, and you got to tell, you got to sing the chorus for me. And if you, you're right, you win a date with Greg over at uh, Sound of Music. Why is it Greg tonight? Why is it G tonight? Sound of Music. You're going to the Sound of Music. Are they blues related? We're going. Yeah. Okay, Bob, then. We're How's that? Going. It's going with Bob. Yeah, whoever David you want to Bob. go with. You can go with any of the uh, Talking Tunes cast members. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all going. We're all going. Actually, I should talk to my daughter. She's a bit, one of my daughters. She's a big big fan of uh, the Sound of Music, too. So. Boys only. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's only Stag. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Plus, we got, we got that really He-Man, cool Woman Haters Club. Too, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, this one. This one here, of course, I know Paul can <laughs> Paul can sing this, but you won't be able to understand what it is. Okay, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. No, no are not you at all. are you lonesome tonight? Are you, you going to sing it? Lonesome Why should I sing it? Let somebody else sing it. Okay, what, are you lonesome what is the rest of it? Tonight. That's a. What is the rest of the chorus? It's just a bunch of questions. Are you sorry? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry you drifted apart. Then you got the talk part of it. No, that was. Uh, Sing it, Paul. Yeah, he does do a little talking in the yeah. Yeah. in between yeah. the choruses. Baby, this record looks like it's got little damage. Got a little, a little dust. Looks like it's been in Zoo's deranged animal farm. <laughs> there you go. Ooh. Are you lonesome? Do you miss? It's the rapping karaoke by Paul. Okay. <laughs> He's got the dramatic reading over here. <laughs> we drifted apart. I like the crackling on the yeah, vinyl. Right? That, like that's that? a nice touch. That's, record, that's authentic. That's in pretty bad shape. That's RCA Victor. That, yeah. Yeah. But there, I got the, the cover. You know, there, there he is, Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, I love Elvis. Love Elvis. Chuck Berry's the king of rock and roll. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I that agree. might be another debate. Well, that's topic. another debate another topic, there. But I agree with you. Yeah, Chuck hey, versus Chuck, Elvis. Chuck wrote the songs, played the songs, sang the songs. Yeah, Chuck Elvis. And, Elvis and did. Elvis did, went, did, did write "Love you. Me Tender." But Elvis can know. be the the king of rock, not not rock and roll. roll. He not rock the roll, and roll part. And, and and another fact you and I have both talked about is Chuck Berry. Carried his guitar and that was it. Wherever he went, he went with the house band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Band, I, well, Bruce Springsteen it. talked about being part of the house band with Chuck Berry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good stuff, Chuck Berry. Did Elvis um, never sang about his dingling either. No, he never did. Never had. Never a had a one, chance. Never had a number one hit with my dingling like like Chuck did. You know, yeah. I, I still to this day can't figure out what that's all about. Oh, well, he wrote it. That he hard. wrote it. Was <laughs> it's really not that hard. <laughs> Chuck didn't, Chuck didn't write it. It's not that hard. It was an old song, and it was my. It wasn't my dingling. It was something else. Yeah, yeah, he changed yeah. it to my dingling and sang it. And but he, he did that over. When I the was pond. a little bitty boy, get away with my grandma bought me a cute, cute little, little toy. <laughs> two silver bells hanging on a string. She told me it was my, my dingling. dingling. Oh my. Ding-a-ling. That's oh, a sing-along one. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a live one for sure. You gotta find that 45. I had that 45. I did too. I yeah, probably overhit your house, right? I got, got it. Literally. Yeah. I, just just I don't think my mom bought it for me, but yeah. <laughs> I did have it. But after after he did rock and roll, <laughs> well, music, I just like a boy. Yeah, that was that was my talk. I heard that. I went. Johnny Cash. Sex Ed talk. Was that 45? Boy named Sue. I mean, that was also another one that was a talk number one hit for him, and it was. <laughs> it was crossed over. All right. Anyway, Juice Newton. Was she wasn't the original one that sang this? Maybe Paul can give that part. But Juice Newton, Angel in, in the Angel of the Morning. Uh, I'll get it name? out here. Call me Merrily Rush. Merrily Rush. Right. Yeah. Okay. Shaggy. Oh no. Yeah, Shaggy did that. Change the too, sheets before yeah. you leave. What? <laughs> Change your sheets before you leave. <laughs> Who said that? Was that? Emily? <laughs> Emily said that. <laughs> Touch my cheek before you leave. Oh, <laughs> but change, but change, change, change your sheets. Boy, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That, was probably, <laughs> that was the original version. That's the country yeah. version. That was the version that Chuck yeah. Berry did. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Tales, Chuck Berry's version. <laughs> Is that on the right speed? Maybe the sun's life will be dim and it won't matter anyhow. Look Dolly Parton right there. Falsetto. If morning's echo says you see what I want to the only way we're gonna get to the chorus if you speed it up. Here we go, I think it's coming up. Come on, Dolly. Take us there. <laughs> I won't be blinded. Here we go, everybody. Just change my sheets before you leave. <laughs> Just change your sheets before you leave. <laughs> Some news for you, Oscar. Oh, good. I'm gonna learn how to play the harmonica. Yeah, okay. Just like you're gonna learn how to play the guitar. Well, okay. the guitar's downstairs. 
There's juice. There's like juice. juice. Yeah. Bringing it. As I always. saw juice at what, back when uh, Great Lakes Downs was over. Remember they used oh, to have she, she came. There? She came to the Great Lakes Downs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So did Marshall Tucker? Yeah, there was. Some yeah, good, Marshall there was Tucker. Some good we saw there. the classic rock all stars over there. Yeah. Yeah. I played over there. there. That's wow. actually where I recorded uh, Junior Valentine. Never mind. We just lost that argument. I did. I, I played at Great Lakes Town. I believe you. King Bingy the right. You were in the stables, right? Yeah. Well, where I DJed there. Not, no, yeah. not, not King Bingy. He was out in the stables right, writing hieroglyphics Buster on the walls of the horse stables. Not when I was singing, girl. I was oh, singing from the soul. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember playing out there, uh, DJing out there, and yeah. I had more fun watching the horses run around the track. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than what? It was wasn't exactly. Than what was going on in front of my system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when I was yeah. there, I was there for I don't know, six years or something. Yeah. I I always had a good time. But anyway, carpenters. Yeah, they always send me in to clean up after. Yeah, you, yeah, right? yeah. Well, okay. And the horses. <laughs> <laughs> and the jockeys, and the jockeys. The other story, That's the Great other Lakes, side. That, oh, Great Lakes Downs. They had they had me do an MC for a, a, a chili or a chili pepper eating contest. Mm. And oh boy! All the jockeys did the chili pepper eating contest, <laughs> and you never saw the bathroom get so full when that thing was over. Man, that was that was you didn't want to go in that bathroom afterwards. Too. It was disgusting. But anyway, ugh, a lot of chili peppers. Anyway, that doesn't happen at my zoo. <laughs> That's how no, they got wounded. There's no peppers at the zoo. <laughs> That's how they get wounded by eating chili peppers. Anyway, carpenters for all we know. Oh boy. Now see if oh, Britta was here, she'd know this one. Yeah. For all we know. For all we know. For all we know. Yeah, that's how it goes. Oh boy. <laughs> that one's not ringing a bell here. No. No. This one I'm stuck. You can now, play it at the right speed. Yeah. Well. Or we got just I can the name Dolly that Parton setting on seven there? Seven notes. I can hear it and I can feel it, but I can't sing it. <laughs> I can feel it. Feel it. He can yeah, feel I can it. Feel it. In his bones. When I was when I was a kid, I used to be babysit my my uh, nieces, and my sister. The only records she had were dot were uh, the Carpenters, and um, but anyways, like that was mainly at the Carpenters. So I probably I, that and Patsy Cline. Yeah, so I got to listen to a lot of Carpenters when I babysitted the kids. But anyway, here we go. From day to day, day, I'll be close to me, but time alone will tell. You want to hear the chorus of that? That's a great well, that's the whole point of your I, What is segment. the chorus, though? For egg rolls, for all we know. David oh, Cassidy. David Cassidy. Oh, you heartthrob, you. Yeah, exactly. Is that that? He redid, oh, he redid Cherish as David Cassidy, yeah. Cherish. I believe that was the association. Yeah, association. 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 Hey, I like Sean Cassidy was more my yeah. thing. But seriously. I, I believe you. Sounds kind of like Karen Carpenter. <laughs> I can make him sound like that. All right, we got one more here. One more. 
You guys are doing pretty good. You only lost one. Another Carpenter's one, though. Oh, boy. See? Um, I know it's not the, this one, which is that one. Okay. It's it's, uh, it's going to take some time this time. Oh. oh, I don't even remember that song. Yeah, Emily does. Come on, Emily. Who is? Who's the artist? Change of Sheets. Come on. You know Carpenters. the song. Carpenters. Carpenters. Oh, it's Carpenters. Yeah, Carpenters. What's the backside of it? Uh, right there. Flat Baroque. Okay. Baroque. Yeah. It goes a little it's going to take some time this time, you know. I'm yeah, even giving you more of the title. Too. What about you, Steve? I, I believe that that's the chorus. Well, I know, but you got to sing it. You got to sing it. He just did. No, you. That's why. No, he wrapped it. Well, that's the he, way the two of us do <laughs> yeah. it. We talk through it. Okay. It's going to take some time. This well, that's the chorus. Yeah, in of course. The, but in the immortal know. words of Leonard Chess, I can't. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. Okay. And it's going to take some time. Well, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want me to speed it up or what? I don't know. That was just Oscar. There was a, there hey, was a Oscar. lot of lead in for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar, you what? and I in Memphis, because you're mine. I walk the line. There you go. Okay. Oh, oh is that what we're gonna do? Yeah. Well, you're gonna play, pay that, the, play that one. I you're gonna pay. That one. You're gonna pay. No, you can't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna pay the what? How much she say it was? Forty dollars to go in there and yeah. Now what? What we 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 went there. She said it was thirty bucks for clean sheets. Yeah. <laughs> no, open <laughs> Sun no, Studio to, just to, to cut a song to, or something. To, no, that's to take the tour. That's to take the. Tour. Well, yeah, we took the tour. That's what. Well, I looked, we must have misunderstood. I buy the T-shirts and stuff, and I looked it up, and I went to the recording part, and it said I think it either said two or four hundred dollars for. Half hour. I mean, you two like recorded there too, also. Yeah, I mean, a lot, well, of, a lot you of. You actually used the microphone that and, they used, and yeah, they say yeah. it's the microphone they used. But okay. Now, here's something for. All these years, I don't know. Here's something for us to go to, too, before we go to the. Uh, I'm sure that thing went by by a long time ago. Before we go to the uh, Sound of Music, Montague Whitehall Rotary Club has the annual pancake breakfast. Are you ready for that? Nope. No? Okay. Well, anyway, it's happening Saturday. March 21st from 7.30 to noon. Do you get up before then? No. No. So anyway, it's a good cause. You're so lucky there. I'm here now. That's also during the <laughs> White Lake Business Act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's over at Whitehall High School, right? It's during, during our day, show. During, well, you know. Part of it's during our show. They can listen inside the White Yeah, they, they should pipe in Talking Tunes live during yeah, the pancake. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pan- <laughs> that'll... I should play uh, Frank Zappa's St. Alfonso's Pancake Breakfast. That'll be good right there. Nice! So so the Pancake Breakfast ends at noon. Our show ends at noon. That's the way you want to get people out of your facility. Play our show. (laughs) (laughs) That'll clear it out. Move them along really quick. Yeah, they wanted to eat the pancakes first. They didn't want them throwing up. All right, so we'll take a break, and we'll be back with uh, Who Am I? Right? Correct. You are flying an airplane. (laughs) Yes. And you are in trouble. Traditionally, the thing to do is to get on the radio and holler, holler what? What the f- am I doing here? <laughs> now back to Talk and Tunes. Talk and Tunes, I'm Oscar Osbo. We'll end things out with uh, something that just recently happened. Uh, he was born in 1938 in Slav Fork, West Virginia. R&B singer, guitarist, composer, married to actress Denise uh, Nicholas. And he was a, a, just a great, a great uh, songwriter. He wrote a song, uh, it was his number one hit, 
about uh, his co-workers where he worked into a, worked in a factory and uh, um, he decided he wanted to tell his co-workers that uh, you can lean on me and that uh, was a song that just did huge for him back in 1972 but he also wrote songs like ain't no sunshine it was produced by booker t jones and you've got um, uh, use me which was another big hit made it to number two also just the two of us he did with river washington jr and uh, just some great songs and we're gonna miss mr bill withers talking tunes see you next week my friends feel as they're appointed duty they keep trying to tell me he
Thanks for joining us for Talkin' Tunes. Join us again next Saturday. West Michigan, we love you. Until next week, I'm the once again employed Bambi Biggins saying, I like you. I really, really like you. T-A-L-L because we like you. K-T-U, you are special. N-E-S, S is for see you next week. I see the crystal raindrops fall. The beauty of it all is when the sun comes shining through. 
to make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime and I want to spend some time with you just the two of us we can make it if we try Mr. Only, Scott <laughs> Rosma. Such as it is. 
Morning, Scott. <laughs> I think we should talk in a superman, like a superhero voice. You know, you ought to you'd be real surprised. This is the entire theme of the show that was never played on the air. Oh, you'd really? Be surprised at the guitar rift in the middle of this. Oh, so, oh, so we got we got to wait for the guitar riff. Oh, it rocks. Yeah, it rocks. <laughs> it does. It rocks. This, this com this comic song rocks. <laughs> Some heavy duty uh, trumpets and everything going in there. Oh, here we go. Oh, crank it, baby. Hey, great. Oh, we're rocking today, are we? Oh yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman would be jamming. So, so what? <laughs> wait, wait, what what is this too? What was that too? That was the original Super Friends theme. Yep. But it's, it was the entire theme that was written by uh, uh what was his name? Um, Hoyt Curtin was his name. And he, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hoyt Axton there. No, <laughs> could have been. Yeah. You know, Hoyt Curtin was a, uh, a, a producer, a music producer for all of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Super Friends and Johnny Quest and Super and Space Ghost and all that. Super Freak. <laughs> Super Freak. Super yeah. Freak. Well, yeah, Rick James wrote a couple of comic uh, things there. Okay. Which, uh, which Batman issues were you involved in? Well, actually, I was involved in uh, some Batman coloring books and some special storybooks. You wouldn't find them in the comic book rack. Okay. So you have to find them like uh, through specialty outlets and stuff. After and for about four years there, I collected a tremendous amount of comic books, including Batman. So. Oh, no kidding. Hey, Scott, you know, for people who don't know, how did you get started in all this stuff? Anyway, when did you get started? Oh, uh, well, I professionally started around 1989 or so. So it's been almost 10 years, but I've been doing comics all my life. And I decided around late 80s or so, I was getting tired of having all the professional comics pass me by. So I said, well, enough of this. I'm going to get into it, so... I just submitted some samples to big companies and went to conventions, and eventually they looked at me and said, okay, listen, if we give you a job, will you just leave us alone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll give you right. stays off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually... That you had a natural ability for growing up and so forth? Yeah, I, I, always, I always seem to be drawing. I mean, uh, right around the age when kids usually kind of fade away from drawing, I was getting even more crazy with it. I mean, just crayons and markers and on the walls and on the floors. And, yeah. Just never stopped, and just evolved into a lifetime of doing it. Now, you know, most people when they when they think of comics, they think of the the character itself. But I mean, as far as just the some of the detailed background scenes that you draw in the in the comic uh, comic books and stuff, it just it amazes me because you got to get the you got to be pretty much an engineer to get the the actual uh, well, curves I've right. And I've always contended anybody who can draw a comic book halfway decent has got to be one of the best kinds of artists. Now, that doesn't mean me necessarily, but anybody who can draw. A story involving characters, which means lots of expressions on faces and backgrounds that are correct-looking, buildings in perspective, and cars mm -hmm. that look like cars, and it, it takes a lot. I mean, you have to literally know how to draw everything because you never know what you're going to end up drawing. Like, well, yeah. who knows? Uh, Greg might even appear in a comic I'm going to do sometime, and I got to make sure I can draw him correctly. Right? He's already got a big enough head. <laughs> uh, oh, ooh, ooh. Hey, Scott, uh, for a second, let's yeah. talk about uh, uh, comic illustration as an art form. And for th those of you who did not see Scott's exhibit at the Muskegon Museum of Art, it was truly oh. impressive. When is your next one? That was all about. Yeah. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Uh, but yeah, that, that that went over incredible. I mean, they, they had uh, the museum had a great turnout for it. And well, they held it over, didn't they? No, yeah. actually, they but they did they did plan for it to run two months, which is usually a month longer than most exhibits of right. that kind. Okay. So that was that was really impressive for me. I mean, I just it blew me away. But everybody seemed to enjoy it <clears throat> quite a bit. So I was, uh, as a matter of fact, that's also something else I have here, too. The uh, I have some free giveaways of the uh, poster that advertised that very show. 
Oh, really? Last year. Okay. Well, I want you to autograph one of those for me, and I'd like it personalized. <laughs> <laughs> but keep it clean, Bill. you know. Well, family friend. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be extra, Bill. That'll be extra. <laughs> I, I have a question. What do you think about late night Space Ghost? Okay. Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Yeah, Coast to Coast. Goofy. Goofy is all get out. Is mm-hmm. it? I, I don't mind it. It's great that the, it, it gets the Space Ghost character out there in front of people. I mean, kids nowadays uh, who who never even seen the original Space Ghost right. cartoon and you know love the character and know all about him, uh-huh. but it's not the classic adventure show that I love. Okay, and that's what I'm involved in now. Okay. That's a secret well, special Scott? project I've been hinting at here. Oh, okay. Scott, what do you think ah. about South Park? I, South, you know, I've heard all about that. I've never seen the darn thing. That's because we don't get it on Muskegon cable TV. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to see it. Last week was hilarious, but anyway. Those little characters look like little buttons or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not, not a drawing thing, that's for sure. It's all oh computerized. Oh, my God, they it's killed all, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Again? Again, yeah. Kenny died. Last week, last, week got, last week, you got killed three times, I think, or what it was. But anyway. Uh, Kenny's got a hard life for a third grader. <laughs> but now, what, what about that as far as some of those comics? I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, because the, these things are just drawn by, I mean, I could draw these characters, you know. Oh, like South Park and stuff? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's, it's fascinating that, that somebody can take something that simple and make it go. I, that's really all part of marketing, though, really. Right. Uh, what? What's going on? What's going on out there? No, I just like that comment, something so simple and make it well, go. Well, if you've seen South Park, it is oh, yeah, very, yeah. very, yeah. Simple, very rude. Yeah, it is. Well, Beavis and Butthead, I, that was a big, yeah. big well, success, and that was very Beavis simple. Beavis and Butthead yeah. looked yeah. genteel, I'll tell you. Now, as, as far as oh, the, but when, when people look at your art, though, I mean, as far as the, the detail, it just, it's, it's in the comic books, it's just, it's amazing. Well, that, that's the thing, is that when you have something that's, uh, when you get the, the huge difference between something like, say, as detailed as like X-Men, like what I did, and something as simple as South Park. That's just a reflection of a kind of variety people Wolverine! Like. I mean, that's what now, does that upset you <laughs> at, at all as far Chief as... your claws, Greg. <laughs> does that upset you at all? I mean, because when you work so hard on a project to make, make the artwork look so real and so good, and then something like South Park can, can do so well? I mean, you know, is that... Is Green that with offending? envy. Green. Okay, all right. <laughs> Flashback! And we're talking with Mickey Hoffman. Yes. Okay, and you're, you're part of... The Nude Recreation Weekend. In right. What, what? We, we are the co-sponsor for Nude Recreation Week, which was founded 20 years ago by uh, Lee Baxendall, who's also the author of The World Guide to Nude Beaches and Recreation. Ooh, I, can I, how, how do I get that guide? Um, well, I'll just, you give me your address, and I'll send you some information on it. We're really? Just, we're getting a new one now. It'll be in our office next week, Thursday, brand new one. So I can't just come there just to the beach with fully clothed. I have to, I have to take my clothes off if I go to these beaches, No, right? they're all clothing optional. Oh, all really? our activities are clothing optional. If you don't feel comfortable, <laughs> um, which I can assure you, if you're on the beach and you have your clothes on, you won't feel comfortable. You'll want to take your clothes off. Okay. Well, you haven't seen me with my clothes off, but okay. That's okay. Doesn't make any difference. All we right. have all shapes and sizes. All right. Now, now, how, how long have you been part, part of this uh, organization? I've worked here for 10 years and, and been a part of it for all of those 10 years. I okay. just uh, lucked it, into the job. <laughs> so your 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 body didn't fit the criteria, so to speak. Then is what um, you're saying. We don't have a criteria, but I just had never even thought about it or heard about it. And I was born and raised real close to to Oshkosh here, and uh, I didn't know that the Nature Society even existed. Really? So uh, I just happened upon it through some friends, and I've oh, so, so you didn't just like walk into a beach and I'll see all these nude people and say, no. hey. This is for me. No, I went on a cruise, and it was nude. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, a nude cruise? A nude cruise. So this, this, is, this is pretty widespread then, right? This well, is, it's this international. Is you know, the, uh, the Europeans, this is their lifestyle. So right. uh, it's part of the reason why our, our t- 
tourist trade is, is falling is because they're closing nude beaches, and uh, Europeans don't have to come here. They can go other places. Right. So uh, it's too bad. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I saw my very first nude beach in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always wanted to be part of that, but it was, it was kind of like one of those things where they said, no, you're not supposed to do that. So what, what, what do you tell people when they say, I'm just kind of, I'm not sure if I could do that? I think they ought to try it. I think they should go to a beach and uh, at least give it a try. I, I think that everybody that, that does go to a beach and does, uh, I mean, I, I don't know too many people who haven't, Skinny dipped. In fact, we we did a Gallup poll, and um, like 17% of the population has skinny dipped oh, at one time or another. I, I'm, one, I'm one of those those parts. So. Yeah, well, yeah. see, <laughs> there's a lot of people that yeah. have have tried it, and uh, um, well, you know, most of the bathing suits on the beach these days, on, on a lot of the women and stuff, <laughs> even the guys, there's nothing there anyway, so right. they might as well, you know. That's right. It's much more comfortable having nothing on than having some of those swimming suits yeah, on. Yeah, you know. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a lifestyle. It's just you know people say, well, what do you do at a nude beach? It's like, well, what do you do at a Regular, clothed beach? Yeah. You do the same thing. You just do it without your suit on. Okay, so that way, but uh, doesn't that get like I me mean, playing volleyball and stuff? Couldn't that be like harmful? <laughs> or no? Well, they wear knee pads. Oh, okay. <laughs> the knees aren't exactly what I was talking about, but uh, uh, no, it's no different. No. And volleyball is one of our biggest sports. In fact, one of our clubs on the East Coast sponsors some Class A volleyball tournaments, so we do have some pretty serious volleyball players. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they uh, actually keep p- pay attention to the ball and the whole bit, huh? You bet. You bet. Okay, so you know, I... I, I that's it's a, not that's a gawking a, sport. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I would have a hard time not doing a little gawking. I guess I'm, I'm just in the old school, I guess. Um, I, would... I think you'd surprise yourself. Really? Mm-hmm. So after a while, once you see everybody new, mm-hmm. after a while, you just kind of say, eh, it's kind of natural. In fact, I'm a people watcher, and it's real strange because I don't normally notice that they don't have clothes on. I, 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 that's hard to explain to somebody, but I really don't. Yeah. After you're there for a while and you're you're just looking at everybody, you're just looking to see what they're doing, not what they look like while they're doing it. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. I, <laughs> I guess I'd have to do this for a while to be able to figure out if I could actually do that kind of thing. You bet. Okay. Well, you know, I've... Uh, Talked to uh, um, a lady, Marge Davis, a while back about about birds, and I, I'm really I'm, I'm hooked on birds. Uh-huh. So maybe I should try this and see if I get hooked on on nudity. What do you think? Well, I think you ought to. It's, <laughs> it's, it's you know I, my boss likes to say it's as American as apple pie. I don't know about that, but yeah, um, it is a it's just a nice lifestyle. It's uh, we have families that go to the beaches, and uh, this weekend is going to be a real big weekend for us. We'll have volleyball tournaments on our beach here and uh, they're going to have some kids games and some adults games and give out prizes and have so, a potluck dinner. So it's like a, a big fi- family thing. Then. You bet. You bet. Everybody's in, the nude. Okay. in the nude. Um, now, okay, tell me where this is at and how, how they, if they need to get a hold of you, what, what can they do to, to get a hold of you to get signed up for this or whatever they have to do? Okay, well it's at all, all nude beaches and, and nude resorts across the country are having nude recreation weekend. But if you want further information about the Nature Society or our events, they can call us here in Oshkosh. It's 414-231-9950. And if they're visiting in Oshkosh, they can stop in because we have the Skinny Dipper Shop right on Main Street. <laughs> the Skinny Dipper Shop? You betcha. Okay. Does you have to go When you go into the Skinny Dipper Shop, do you have to take your clothes off or what? No, we've only had one person do that, but we're right on Main Street, so they have to keep their clothes on. Oh, okay. But we sell all those accessories that the well-undressed naturist needs. Uh, like what? 
well, they have to have a towel to sit on. That's part of our etiquette. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And we have wrist wallets and, and fanny packs and T-shirts for the times when they ought to be out of the sun and uh-huh. um, sweatshirts and, you know, just different things. That oh, so actually so close. <laughs> well, sure, sure, because it gets kind of chilly at night. Okay, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, we okay. also tell our people, you know, to stay out of the sun between the hours of 10 and 2. Right. Um, and if they can't, then they either wear the suntan lotion that we have produced or put on T-shirts. Okay, now the suntan lotion. This is this is good against the sun, or mm-hmm. yeah, we have uh, we have it specially made for us actually by a um, a laboratory in Texas, and it's called Safe and Natural. Okay, so you can put it on everywhere. Is what you're everywhere, saying? Everywhere, you bet. Okay, this is this is very interesting. Well, so uh, what, what, when do you have? How often do you have these these uh, get together? I mean, it's, it's been going on since the third, and it's going on through the weekend. Oh yeah, this is just this one week, but our beaches are open all the time. We're we're going to be going to. Um, Turtle Lake Resort in Michigan um, next week oh, for, yeah. for a gathering. I know where that's at. You know where that's at. <laughs> yeah, See, there you at. go. Turtle so, Lake. Yep, we'll be going there um, next week, Wednesday, and Thursday the gathering starts. We'll be there from Thursday till Sunday next week. And um, Now, do you have to, like, get, well, I'm really fascinated with this. I mean, it's, this is the first for me. I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, when I was a kid and I wanted to be in that new beach in Florida, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I finally got my uh, well, come <laughs> my on, chance to ask questions here. You come and join us. Okay, now, how, do you have to, like, get a permit or something to do to to uh, be there on the beach, or, or how does that work? No, uh-uh, no, there's no law against nudity on federal land. Um, oh, the feds say okay, but the, <laughs> yeah, the, but the state says no way. Um, actually, we had a really good rapport with our rangers, um, in fact... <laughs> We've been, I'm sorry. Well, we we challenged them to a to a volleyball contest several years ago, uh-huh. and, uh, the and loser, they lost. Right? Well, the losers had to take their clothes off, and they played very well, <laughs> chickens. But uh, as far as the resorts go, um, you know, no special permits. They're all off the road, and um, they're closed to the general public. Although for New Recreation Week, a lot of our clubs are having open houses so that the uh, clothes community can come in and see that it's not all sex and violence right, or whatever. Right, it's yeah. just normal people doing normal everyday things. Okay. All right. This is this is very fascinating. I, I think we should talk more. This well, is good. This, this is good. I like this. <laughs> good. Well, you make sure you stay on and give me your address, and I'll send you a magazine, and right. we'll, we'll see if we can't get you to come over here and visit us. I, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty shy, but I'll, I'll give it my best. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay, Mickey, right? Yep. Okay, thank you very much, Mickey. Thank you. You'll think about it. Yeah, I even, I even hate to uh, wear flip-flops to show my feet. You know, oh. so, come on. <laughs> so you better stay away. Then. That's right. That's what I figured. You know. I don't think it's for you. No, no. Well, maybe the, the, the view view of it, it might be might be for me, but not the not to take part in it. Maybe. No, that doesn't sound like my bag either. <laughs> Flashback! What's up with George here? George Wilson, is it? It is George Wilson, yeah. and I'm the impresario sight and sound. Okay, and I of the Scabba Clown Okay, I thought you were like the, the Grand Poobah of clowns. Well, I did, you know, but listen, we don't mess around. This is a Scottsdale Philharmonic that uh, I don't I think for the, however they've been running parades in uh, Muskegon. You're in Muskegon, right? Muskegon, right. All right, Oscar. Well, all they've been running, I think we start with the Seaway and then whatever title you'd call that big parade in, yeah, uh, in June, okay. we've been there. Okay. And uh, right now, I've, I understand we've received a lot of pressure. Uh, Oscar Osbo. Right, right. That's you. Right. So, and so. I, and this, I got this from a uh, usually reliable source, Don Muskegon. <laughs> okay. The Sheriff's Department. Sheriff oh, Carter okay. told me this. All right. It's like he knows Oscar well. Okay. 
You're a regular customer? Uh, not recently. <laughs> not recently. But he says that uh, you have an enormous amount of talent. We heard about you last year. We played a show for him. So I'm here uh, to, uh, we're actually going to invite you to march to the Scalpel Command this coming Saturday in Muskegon. Oh, so I don't have to go through an interview or anything? I'm just invited? Huh? I'm invited. You're invited. Okay, now what did, it, what did he say my talent was? Well, your talent was making a lot of noise. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do that. And he's been, he said you've been known to make a lot of noise and make a fool of yourself. Yeah, I do that, right. And that's the, probably the best qualifications you can to join our organization. I'm very good at that. Yeah. Well, now, I understand you, you, you play the Fenorton. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's not too many Fenorton players, you know, around. Right, And right. this is why we're really especially interested with you, because uh, all our, well, we had one, but he died and went to heaven. Okay. He's and we've been heaven. working one ever since, and we found out you are a Fenorton player. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been Where did, where did you learn uh, the Fenorton, sir? Where did I learn that? Well, yeah. I, I tell you what, my, my father from Norway, he brought the Fenorton over, and he taught me. Yeah, well, so. I, I thought it was Juilliard. Somebody said you did go to Juilliard. Well... Uh, that was my cousin, <laughs> Julia. Yeah. Well, the Fenortons are in the family. But anyway, right. a Fenorton, of course, is a unique instrument that uh, any place in the band that you uh, walk with, whatever section, you blend right in. <laughs> okay. Including the drums. All right, all right. Uh, they've been telling me around here, too, that I don't need to uh, dress up as a clown because I pretty much... Uh, come well, up. yeah, I have understood that, uh, I've understood that uh, when it comes to, uh, to, to uh, high fashion, uh, Cotier, you ain't. <laughs> That's right. Is that true? That's true. That's true. Uh, well, yeah. you've, you've got to remember, we, we do insist on clean shorts and socks. Yeah, that, that, I, that I can do. Yeah, that, that I can you can do. do. Okay, I can, I can handle that part. <laughs> no, sir, we don't want you to be nervous because there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people in Muskegon this uh, coming Saturday. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the great all-time parades. Right. There is. Have you ever been in the, uh, the great all-time parade in Muskegon? Uh, I've ridden in the trunk once. You were in the trunk? Well, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you can't get out there and stroll among the masses, yeah, see, that's man. What I was wondering. That's, a, that's a long parade. That, that goes on for it, quite a while. Yes, it does. It's a great parade. I'll tell you, last year, and uh, it was fantastic. Probably one of the greatest parades that ever had. And they've had some great parades in Muskegon uh, for many, many years, whether it was the Seaway or the Lumber Town or the Music Festival, whatever they call it. Right. They've had some great praise, but the last couple of years, I'll tell you, it's been the best ever. Okay, summer celebration is what they call it now. Summer celebration. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Muskegon is a great town. It is. And yep. uh, so uh, also we're going to send you uh, a clown man code of uh, honor and ethics. <laughs> okay. And you have to sign your name with uh, in blood. In blood. Well, you know, hey, we're just sort of like, you know, uh, the, the the boys, uh, the, 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 the uh, what do they call them, the happy fellows or the... Anyway, but, I mean, because, uh, you know, you're, you're, we don't just turn anybody loose on the streets right. of Muskegon. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so uh, uh, meet us at the Muskegon Eagles. All right. And, uh, again, like I said, clean shorts and socks. Right. And so you're Fort Norton. By Fort Norton. You're Fort Norton. Fort Norton. And uh, do you play that in treble clef, clef or bass clef? I never uh, got that far with uh, Julia. Well, you yeah. of course, Fort Norton, and regardless how you do it, it's there. Right. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, seeing you. Uh, now, how will I recognize you? And, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people in Muskegon. Uh, and, you know, just every once in a while you, you see one of the strange ones. Now, I understand from many of your great friends <laughs> in the Sheriff's Department, you're strange. Yeah. So true. how will I notice you right off the bat, sir? I have very, very large, I have a very, very, la I have very, very large feet. Large feet? Yeah. You're, you got some anchors. I got some anchors, yeah. You got some anchors. I got some, yeah, I got some ski boots. Okay, well then, uh, let's see, we'll meet you probably down at the Muskegon Eagles. That's on Western Avenue by the Heritage Park. Okay. Oh, and also, uh, sir, uh, we, we've also booked you. We're doing a show there afterward. 
Okay. When you get down in the parade, we're gonna you're gonna have you do twenty minutes of the soft shoe dancing <laughs> and and death free parquet patter. Okay. You can uh, do and, that. And, and I can do it with the I gotta do it with the Fenorgan? And then the Fenorgan, yes. Okay. Uh, out of curiosity, since it's such a long way, and I'm not usually usually uh, used to walking that far, can I possibly rent a wheelbarrow or a wheelbarrow? A wheelbarrow. Yeah. Is that a possibility? Oh, hey, sir, this is guts parade. You get right <laughs> out there, and you come right down right, Western I gotta, Avenue. Got to give my blood. I got to walk for miles. Yeah, well, you got it's good for it's good for your soul. Good. Um, and then, of course, at the other end, you get the Heritage Park. There's some good friends in Muskegon that have this uh, this uh, rest and relaxation tent. Okay. You get your, we get you out of the hot sun. Uh huh. And get some uh, cooling liquids into you. Oh, okay. That'll, That'll work. do it. And then really buy you in the beverage tent. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well the entertainment tent. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And uh, so uh, we're really looking forward to this Oscar. And uh, remember, nobody in the Scalpel Calm Band ever finishes last. Well, one more time on that one. Nobody in the Scalpel Calm Band ever finishes last. Oh, okay. So you've got to hold your own, and then with the Fort Norton. <laughs> and that in the, in the beverage tent. Okay. You oh, can do that. In the, in the beverage tent, I think I'll be okay, but yeah. in the, with the Fenorton, I'm not sure. Remember, Sheriff Carter will be watching you. Okay. I, I know Sheriff <laughs> All right, sir. All right, thank you very much, Well, oh, and have yourself a good day the rest of the way, and uh, tell the good uh, people of Muskegon at the Scalpel Command, starring the one and only, I heard somebody say thank God in the background there, <laughs> Oscar Osbo, right? I guess. I'll be there. All right, we'll see you, Oscar. And all. Thank you, George. Have a good time. Until then. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye now. Uh, he did the right thing in turning himself in. So that's not too often you'll find someone do that. And but what, what what is it? Why is it a penalty to have 15 clubs? I don't. Well, because you know you can use a lot of extra. It's just one extra weapon in your bag. I mean, oh, okay. if you give pros an extra club, you'll see scores drop because then they can have like an extra wedge. Or those magical balls or something. Yeah. No, no. It's <laughs> it's like a lot of pros will carry two or three wedges and a different you know, they put a different spin on the ball. Okay. Right. Listen well, to press I, I, box. I'm not, I'm not a, Come yeah, springtime, but I'm not a golfer. We're gonna have some golf pros on. So well, because because I mean I, I would have been a golfer, <laughs> but uh, I play miniature golf and I want to kill people. So I, you know I figured I better not. It's too stressful for me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That that one story that we were talking about, uh, or they were talking about, I guess the Osgood files. Uh, the um, what was it David uh, Nicholas had a, a snowball's chance in heck uh, when he uh, battled uh, bureaucrats over his backyard igloo. The Columbus, Ohio man built the igloo for his daughter, uh, Rachel, using a homemade snowmaker machine and 6,000 gallons of water. The Columbus Department of Development told the uh, family and the uh, newly made mound of snow would uh, not be allowed. But that was uh, before the city building. Anyway, but it just it, it amazed me because here's all this all this water, all the snow to build this igloo for his. I, it doesn't say in here, but I think uh, with the Osgood file said he was his daughter was like four years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why why would you want to put that much snow over a four year old girl? <laughs> to me, I don't care whether it's safe or not. I wouldn't want to take the chance. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was anyway. We wouldn't battle City Hall over it, but uh, he thought it was safe for his daughter. But I, I don't know. Four years old? Would you put a four year old? Would you put your daughter your daughter in a uh, and, thousand and, pounds and of snow over it? Built? No. There you go. Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking. Just because I know if I built something like that, it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if I build it, I know. I, I, absolutely not. But no, I, it, I, I it don't will know. collapse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a silly story because uh, why would you put four well, thousand pounds of snow over a four-year-old? The the silly part to me is that the city 
says that he couldn't do it because uh, he had to have uh, zoning approval yeah. and building. All, yeah, yeah, you know, bureaucratic nonsense. Bure- yeah, you know, says, and that, uh, well, I mean, actually, that's redundancy, bureaucrat and nonsense. But, yeah. uh, it says that you build it without plans, permits, or in, uh, inspections. Yeah. What, was he going to put lights in the thing or what, you know? I guess, yeah. I hey. uh, wonder how he get his electrical code yeah, up. Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you, it's a darn <laughs> snow fort, for Pete's yeah. sake. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, I built snow forts in the backyard when I was a kid, but I mean, it wasn't 4,000 pounds of snow over my head. That was just a couple, you know, ice blocks and stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> that's probably what happened to me when it collapsed on me. But anyway, I just thought it was kind of silly. Kids just can't have fun anymore, can they? Well, I don't know, 4,000 pounds of snow or ice. Well, I, 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 uh, I agree that that's probably a bit much, but yeah. it, I, I can't understand what would possess a father to do that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Poor Rachel. I kinda, I, what, what is he going to build for in the summertime? You know, I kind of kind of wonder about that. A tree fort, if, if they, <laughs> if, well, they probably won't let him, though. Yeah. Okay. Can't anyway, put her up more than six feet in the air or something. She might fall. Well, you got to in order to build a treehouse, you probably have to file an environmental impact statement. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, okay. you're damaging a tree. I was just gonna say that. That's my air you're taking away from me with that tree. Darn it. <laughs> we've got. Uh, let's see. We've got more crim coming up. Also, Denise Maury now is doing. Uh, Going to be doing an entertainment minute for us uh, every day. Ooh. And it's. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be special. And, of course, like like we were saying before, uh, we're going to be doing, of course, this doesn't include Scott. and he knows Nothing it. ever includes Scott. Well, just this, just this one thing. We're going to be doing the, the movie review. If you if you want to. No. If you really want to, no. maybe we can get you involved in it. No. But anyway, no, we'll I'm, review on Mondays, and we'll be giving away Cinema 12 tickets and a Finley's gift certificate. Plus, we'll be talking from the gentleman from uh, Lokes Theater, and he'll be uh, discussing some of the movies that will be coming up. We'll talk about the movies over the weekend. It'll, it'll be it'll be a movie extravaganza on Mondays. Not with me. I'm emotionally ruined. <laughs> we all feel sorry for you too. Really, we do. Okay, coming up next, Mort Krim, News Radio 850. And uh, coming away, we talked to uh, somebody. Let's see, over the in Muskegon Heights, they're having the festival in the park, and uh, that's going on today through Sunday. It started yesterday, I guess. Music, dance, basketball tournament, and uh, all kinds of stuff happening over there. You gonna you gonna hit it? Uh, I didn't. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> I'll drive by it and check it out. I'm uh, into amusement parks. Yeah, well, it's right right down down Broadway, and uh, supposedly there's gonna be a, a parade there. And see, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be dressing as a clown, I guess. Oh, so <laughs> or you're I have your to, normal everyday guy. Yeah, huh? basically. Yeah. <laughs> see, I have to interview. I have to interview uh, from, from a gentleman who's uh, in the in the clown band and. Oh, and so I got to see if I can I have the, what what it takes to be a clown. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, hands down, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but see, he's I, I have to interview. To, I talk to some of these clowns to see how to dress, but everybody keeps telling me just to go the way I am. Yeah. Is Don't that... even bother brushing your hair, Austin. You'll do great. <laughs> Thanks, We're <Deborah>. behind you, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah. See, I, I, when they when they said that, I guess they just figured. I just naturally fit that category. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, Sports Roundup coming your way, and we'll be talking to uh, Jeanette, and she's over there at the Muskegon Heights Festival in the park. Yeah. At uh, Soft Rock 95.3 News Radio 850, and Deborah.
I have to apologize. I didn't mean to say it last, last, just a little while ago that you were a lush and you went to every beer tent. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it isn't it amazing though? Have, have you in Ohio when you live in Ohio? Oh, nothing. You've never. There are not beer tents in Ohio. I know. Only in Muskegon, Michigan. That I know of. Mm-hmm. And every and I mean bars close down when beer tents are in town. <laughs> I don't blame them. Uh, it's 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 amazing. A phenomenon around here. I don't know what it is about beer tents in Muskegon. Well, when I moved here, I told people. Well, they asked, "What what is Muskegon known for?" And I had to tell them. Beer people tents. who play. <laughs> people who play? Yeah, with their beer tents. Yeah. Or in their beer tents. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, you, you get entertainment, you get beer tents, you have a party. Mm-hmm. Especially during the summer here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I mean, you, you figure you put a beer tent up in a, in a bowling alley parking lot, you put it up at a, another parking lot over here, parking. <laughs> you find a parking lot, you got a beer tent, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't quite understand the beer tent philosophy in Muskegon. But anyway. Yeah. Who needs a college party? You've got a beer tent here in <laughs> That's <Muskegon>. right. <laughs> you know, because you and I both come from uh, different different areas of, well, I come from a different area of Michigan, and, and I still don't remember, and let's see, I've been in Traverse City, I've been in Hastings, been in Mount Clemens, been all around that area. Oh, they're kicking you Never, out of each and every city. They do, yes, they do. <laughs> After a few years, they kick me out. But anyway, I don't remember any beer tents. I just no, don't. Yeah. I mean, I do remember beer tents, but not like we have them in Muskegon. Yeah. Here, beer tent, McDonald's, you know. It's yeah, it's a, it's a chain, it's a franchise in the summertime. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I don't know, but I, and of course you don't go to any of them, just like I don't. And oh, of course, of course not. not. I'm the chick popping a keg. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and a high or right around 70. Right now we have 63. And uh, uh, Deborah, yes, I have my super glue. Oh. <laughs> and what are you going to do with it? Well, Sh- Sherry Campbell brought this in because I asked her for it. Because the other day, mm-hmm. you remember, <laughs> okay. i got to share this story because y- you, you and I um, pretty much fit into this one. Okay, I, I was uh, answering the phone. Oh. Somebody called me on the phone. Yeah. I went to answer my phone. And this phone is usually super glued down, but it, it, it broke loose. And it fell on the board, started a song, or turned off one of my songs. That's what it was. Turned off a song. Uh-huh. And I answered the phone, and it was you uh-huh. saying, let me out of the newsroom. <laughs> my door handle fell off. I was stuck. I was locked in. <laughs> so the phone fell, fell apart. The door was falling apart. Hey, but we have our super glue now. We're, we're, we're okay. You're going to fix my door okay. handle, too? Yeah, I'll fix, the door. I'll fix the door handle. We'll glue it together. Everything will be glued here. My fingers, everything. Okay? <laughs> I will not be able to leave, leave my spot. But uh, Sherry Kim, don't call me so I don't have to um, unsuper glue you off of the board. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, Sherry Kimball's in here, and I'm, I'm going to talk to her too about uh, with with movie review because you and I oh, saw uh-huh. Congo, uh-huh. Congo rather, and the papers uh, from I think it was the Free Press. They kind of they kind of bashed it. And did Sherry see it too? No, okay. but her and I saw last last week. We saw um, the uh, the movie Bridges of Bridges Madison, of Madison County, County. Mm-hmm. and in the Chronicle. There was like a big write-up here about how wonderful this movie was. You know, I heard a lot of good reviews on that, too. Many, uh, many of them. So I guess, uh, well, I don't know. I'll, like hey. I say, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to Sherry Kimball about this yeah. and see what she thinks about these reviews. And then you and I will talk about Congo and we'll it's see just if we... your opinion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not, I know we're not going to make or break Congo because <laughs> we couldn't even find a seat. True, so true. it doesn't matter what we say about it. We can, we can just bash it to pieces if we wanted to, which, we, which I don't think I, which it would I won't. the movie. Huh? It would fit the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So anyway, I, but anyway, we'll be talking about that a little bit after nine, and uh, I'll be using my super glue. But first, I'll be talking to Cindy Jones from the Front Hall coming up next. Sixty-three. Yeah. Yes. Um, is it raining out now? Is it raining out now? Yeah. I don't even know. It just started my, raining. Did it really? Yeah. Why don't you open up your window there, Oscar? Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, sure. Now I have, I have two women to pick on me today. Good, oh, it's going to be good. wonderful. Okay. The um, best part of life, isn't it? I know it. <laughs> we could just kind of kick him right out of here and take over. <laughs> oh, no. See ya. Bye. <laughs> um, the, the reason I brought you here is, is now I'm trying, starting to wonder, but anyway. As far as movie review, you did movie review with me last week. Yep. Sherry Kimball. Yes, I did. Okay. And the movie that we saw was The Bridges of Madison County. And we told Deborah not to see this movie. Right, Deborah? Remember yeah, the yeah. review we gave on this yeah, thing? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, neither one of us but liked it. But you were it. honest about it. Yeah. yeah, well, it was it was two and a half hours of Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep trying to be sexy with love scenes with a PG-13 movie. Was it PG-13? Yeah, yeah. What do you so think it should have been? It was should have been PG thirteen. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, did, you didn't fine. you didn't see anything. I mean, not that you would want to anyway. It's just <laughs> it was just the review I heard said that Clint Eastwood was real vulnerable. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's about as far as you'd put it. There's only okay, and and the Chronicle here it has a big ad. Um, I'm sure that Cinema Twelve put out, which is you know, which is which is fine. I'm not not trying to knock either one. I'm just saying that it says. Me. 